Yo, 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 I am Brad Rickle, and this is the Brad Rickle Brief. We're talking about books today. Best book that I read last year in 2021, and I read fiction and nonfiction business books, biographies. I reread some of my favorites. Looking back, I also took a few months of reading off. I don't gasp. Not intentionally, but it just happened. I slid you know, four to six months. I just wasn't reading anymore. But I started doing it again, got a Kindle, started going back to the library, found that I really enjoy it, kind of got back to center. And the best book that I read that made the biggest impact on me was American Test Kitchen's Ultimate Meal Prep Guide. Now, before you go and say like, hey, that's a BS answer, Brad, let me tell you a little about it. First, I'm a big fan of American Test Kitchen, or ATK, as they say in the culinary world. They have something down, and it makes life easy in the kitchen. This is not a meal plan prep guide in the sense that you might be thinking it's not uh, get up on Sunday cook your week's worth of food and you can do it for two dollars per meal per person a day reheated as the week goes on it's not that type of thing it's not that lifestyle I couldn't do that I could probably do it for about a week maybe two if that's you all the power to you your life is probably easier than mine ATK meal prep helps you with five weekly dinner meals they give you a grocery list on how to cook the meals so you can just snap a picture, go to the grocery store, get the ingredients, and the meals come together in about 30 to 40 minutes. That's really quick. When you're making weekly dinner meals, anything under an hour, I'll say is just quick. So why do I like this book so much? First, I like to cook. So it should be no surprise that a cookbook was my favorite book of the year. Hell, I love to cook. If I'm in a quiet kitchen putting food together, I am a very happy person. Some beer, wine, bourbon added to it, that is a battlefield multiplier, as we used to say in the army. But I hate, 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 coming up with every dinner for every night of the week. And you multiply that by months, by years, it gets to be a huge drag, and the stress just builds. And that is the kind of pressure I don't think anyone likes. When I have to do it, it slowly turns into me making steak and potatoes three times a week and two-week rotation of dinners that everyone eventually gets sick of, myself included. The natives get a little restless. And this book takes that stress out of cooking. There are 25 weeks worth of five weekly meals. Nothing's repeated, so it gives you roughly half a year of cooking for five nights a week if you want that. Most every meal is a protein, veg, carb. More or less, it's pretty healthy. But it's not a keto, it's not a whole food or vegan cookbook. That's what you're looking for. You got to find something different. This is what I would call a very approachable family of four cookbook. Something that most of you listeners would probably appreciate eating. Five weekly meals is also intentional. It doesn't do the whole week as five leaves room for you to go out to dinner one night a week. Maybe you like doing that. Have some leftovers. Maybe you like making biscuits and gravy on Saturday night. It just gives you a little bit more room to operate because sometimes life happens. You're working late. You drive past Chick-fil-A. You swing in. You get four number two deluxes. Life happens. This book allows for that. And I very much enjoy that I can just flip this book open and it tells me the grocery list and the five meals for the week, taking that thinking out of it. This is an immense stress lifted. And if you're the heavy in the kitchen, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The stress of cooking most dinners for your spouse, for your family, is a real thing. I can remember growing up, my mom 
having similar issues. She would cook anything we wanted. Typically, she would come downstairs on her way to the chest freezer, and she would say, what do you want, boys? And like total ingrates, we would say, I don't know. It doesn't matter, mom, whatever you want to cook. And then she would be pulling ground beef out of the freezer, and we'd be like, no, don't do cottage pie. Do something different. And it drove her crazy. I totally get it now. I should call her up and apologize. I totally get it. I know what causes that stress because I'm going through the same thing. And she had to do it with a family of five. And there might be something absolutely true to the logic that the more people you have to cook for, the more stress involved there is with it. I'm the same way. I have the cognitive capacity to hold about 10 different recipes in my head that I can pull out. I'm not Gordon Ramsay and can think about 50 different things by opening up the refrigerator and saying, well, I could put this together and that. That's not me. I'm the type of person that can eat the same four meals every single day and not get sick of it. The army trained me very well. It's a special ability of mine, but I know my family likes variety and this book does allow for variety without me having to stress about the rotation of the dinner recipes. This book also has a section in the beginning talking about tips, tricks in the kitchen. That might not sound like a lot, but it was actually extremely helpful. And I've been cooking for a long time and I think I'm pretty elevated at the art of it. And there was a lot of useful stuff there, even for me. How to freeze certain foods, what types of things freeze well, how to prepare certain things ahead of time to make your life easier if you know you're going to be stressed for time and types of things that you can cook to add to your dinners, like big batches of rice that are going to add a little bit more substance to it. Very easy to understand and implementable tips. But maybe the best section of the book is the pantry grocery list. This lays out in detail things that you should be buying and storing in your pantry freezer for all the different types of things you're going to be cooking. What kind of oils you want to have on hand, different types of canned beans or vinegars, different types of canned tomatoes, condiments like soy sauce, mirin, sriracha, and different freezer items like sweet corn, edamame, let alone all the different types of proteins you should have on hand. That might be the most useful section. Just to have a fully stocked pantry feels like you're operating on a whole different plane when you're working in the kitchen. And I had a pretty well-stocked pantry, but there were some holes that I had to make a trip to the grocery store for to cover down on. But this weird thing happened when I decided... I'm going to try this book for a few months. I went out, I got the pantry freezer list, and I started cooking. You know, I skipped the first week because I didn't think I was going to like all the recipes on week one, so I went to week two, and I cooked. My first impression, the food was fantastic. I actually couldn't believe it. And there is some confluence there, the variables that make this possible. Variables like the recipe, the ingredients you buy, the capability of the cook. But the dinners are great. You get terrible ingredients, results may vary. Secondly, the diverse recipes and the techniques in which to prepare them pushed my knowledge in the kitchen in ways that I wouldn't typically do myself. What do I mean when I say that? As an example, they will foil their fish, veg, and carb together and stick it in the oven for cooking. Really convenient way. In French, it's called un papati, and I am positive I am pronouncing that totally incorrectly. But ATK, they turn down the snobbery a little bit and they call it TV dinners for grown-ups. So anyway, this tinfoil cooking technique, I've never done it before, never thought about doing it. I would have likely sous-vided the fish, cooked the veg and carbs separately, and bring it all together right on the plate. This, this tinfoil method, was something new. Turns out I like it. And as far as the flavors go, 
One in particular really stands out as I'm talking about it. They introduced me to chipotle adobo. It's a great flavor. Traditionally, in Mexican cooking, I've heard of it, but I've never used it before. It's even been in recipes that I just totally gloss over, but I bought it. It was in my pantry. ATK made it approachable. They told me how to cut it up, store it in the freezer, use it for my recipes. That's what I did, and man, it added huge flavor to some of the dishes that I'm making. A little goes a long way, and it's totally changed my thoughts. Now it's something I'm actively thinking about as I'm putting other dinners together. So I've been using this book for the last few months, and it cuts down on the stress of weekly meals. It makes the grocery buying a breeze by telling you exactly what you need, and it pushes my knowledge for techniques and flavor combinations. All things that I was looking for. That's the the big three. I will admit that the recipes are written to be concise. Each recipe is one page, so they don't go into every technique needed for food preparation. I had to learn how to supreme an orange the other day for a side dish with carrots, oranges, mint, and beans. What is supreming an orange, you ask? That is where you cut the orange rind off of it so you get that white membrane. If you've ever peeled a orange with your hand, you know what I'm talking about, that white residue that's left on the orange. So you cut it so that membrane and the rind are off of it, and then you slice the individual slices in a way where it leaves that outer membrane alone on the core as well. So it's the white membrane that you're surgically removing when you're doing the supreming technique. Makes for a better flavor and texture, but it comes at a cost. It's more work, and I've never done it before, and I had to learn for one of the recipes. I didn't have to, but it said you should, so I went along with it. But supreming is an outlier. Most of the recipes I have been able to read through once before cooking and understand everything ATK is referring to. But I like that they use some ingredients and techniques that I don't know because I like to grow in the kitchen and that's what this book is helping me do. And if you read something that you don't understand, there's always a YouTube clip that will show you what it means in about 30 seconds. Cooking is not new. It is a very well-explored territory. They have a substitute section in the grocery list and the recipes itself because let's assume you don't have your shit together 100% of the time. Let's say you forget to buy some parsley for the side dish. World doesn't stop turning. Clearly written, it tells you if the parsley can be substituted for something else like cilantro or a dry, dry herb from your pantry. And the substitutions can make the dish taste totally different, still be great. Don't have the lemons, use limes. Things like that. It's really commonsensical stuff And it gives you room to try different things that maybe pro chefs know about, but you didn't go to the cordon bleu. The last reason I'll bring up about why I like this book is that in the very back, they have a great reference section regarding ingredients, regarding particularly protein ingredients. So if there's a stray night that you need to put one dinner together and you're not wanting to put in the work for for all five and do all that kind of prep, you can look in your fridge, freezer, pantry, see what you have, And let's just say for this example, it's going to be chicken because who doesn't have chicken always somewhere in the deepest part of the freezer? Flip it to the back reference section of the ultimate meal prep guidebook. Go to chicken and see the different recipes they have that involve chicken as the center part of the dish. So you can do a quick scan and come up with an idea for dinner. We've done it multiple times and it's awesome. Based on the pre-populated search and websites dedicated to this kind of thing, I know I'm not the only maniac out there that Google searches things like, what should I make for dinner tonight? And I fancy myself a pretty good cook. I mentioned that earlier. Whether it's true or not, I guess it really doesn't matter. But I think I have 
more knowledge than the average bear when it comes to this subject. And I put out some dishes that can be pretty tasty for most people. An American Test Kitchen's Ultimate Meal Prep Guide helped change my perspective of weekly dinners into something very positive, something I never really looked forward to figuring out what I was going to make everybody for dinner that night is now something more enjoyable. And this might not be as lightning as Viktor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning, Bernstein's Delusion of the Crowds. This doesn't have you use your third eye to achieve inner peace, but ATK's Meal Prep Guide had a huge impact on me, on my family. Mallory's enjoying cooking more. And if you're one of those people who don't necessarily like to think about how to get dinner on the table for your spouse, for your family, I highly recommend this book. It's a practical field guide to cooking weeknight dinners in a way that I've never seen presented before. I researched this book, found it at the local library, checked it out, gave it a shot. I cooked a week's worth of meals. That was that was my introduction to the book to give it a shot. I was hooked. I ordered the book probably two nights into reading it from the library because I knew that I was going to be using it for months on end. I can see me using this book for months to come, making notes on the recipe, things I didn't like, modifying the ratios based on our family's taste. For instance, I've tried the way they prepare steak. I have gone back to me making my steak with the dry brining sous vide technique. That's just the way I like it. But they are putting this book together for people that are coming home from work and don't have all the time. I have that luxury, so that's why I do it. That's a different type of fight, but I highly recommend American Test Kitchen. Their recipes, their YouTube channel, this book, The Ultimate Meal Prep Guide, I recommend it all. Look it up at your local library, cook a week's worth of food, and see for yourself. All right, that is it, folks. Thank you for taking the time and tuning in. I know it was a little bit different of a show today, doing this kind of book review for a cookbook. Haven't done it before, but I've been thinking a lot about it, so it seemed appropriate for a show. If you have any comments, any feedback, if you have a book that you want to talk about, email me, bradricklebrief at gmail.com, and you can always find me on Twitter, at bradrickle. Music, as always, is provided by James Spensley. Dude knows how to shred. See you later, folks. I'm out.